Okay, so honest question. Shout out to Anthony Davis for making the shot. And as we all, when we read his lips, he said Kobe after he shot the shot. So, do you say Kobe before, during, or after the shot? My one criticism of Anthony Davis in that shot was you got to say Kobe when you shoot the shot. Like, as soon as you release it, it got to be Kobe, right? Yep. Because you can't wait. Because what if you miss? Like, hey, hey you can't say it. Like, Kobe missed. He made him. He made him and he missed him. That's why we shout Kobe. Because we know he going to shoot. But you can't say it after. Watching it go in now. So it's like at the park. Somebody get somebody missed a layup now, so you found me. I I, I, I respect why you said it. I get it. Oh, yeah, I get it. But you got to say it during the shot. Say it when you get it up. That's the ultimate confidence when you say Kobe, because even when you, you like, even when, when you're wrong, you're right, because you could have been right. <laughs> so when you shot, I'm saying Exactly. <laughs> so just remember that all hoopers, you yell out Kobe while you're shooting the shot and not after. And on that note, I'm John W. Fresh X. We are the Hoopers. I don't know why I've been paused so long on the take right there. But anyway, um, no games, no games, no games tonight. It's uh, Monday, September. Uh, well, it's Tuesday now. Yeah, it's Tuesday night. You're right. It's yeah, Tuesday morning. It's recording late. Recording at 12 a.m. There was, there was no game Monday. Lakers won with a game with a shot by Anthony Davis on Sunday. That was a big shot for him because I think that moves him up in the NBA rankings to a top five player. I don't think the shot moves him there, but the, what he's doing right now is moving him up there. And I, I'm if he finish in the top, if they uh, win this year the championship, which I believe they'll do, he wins Finals MVP. I definitely have him top five. Where you have him before that? Right now, I, I got him. Hmm. I think to begin the season, probably had Anthony Davis at like eight or nine. He's he's in the top ten, yeah. somewhere between seven and and nine, yeah. because his you know, I held you got to hold against a player, superstar players putting their team in in the playoffs, and that just is what it is. As we always say, it's not about winning the championships. I mean, it is about winning the championships, but. <clears throat> As an individual player, you 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 should be fighting for the playoffs, and then when you have a strong team, that's when you compete for the championships. And so, obviously, his numbers are astronomical. They're they're great. <laughs> his numbers are great, but so so are like Joel and B's cat average twenty six and eleven this year. Like forty percent from three point nine. Like people, people put up numbers. Cat ain't make the playoffs. We're not talking about him in the top five. They so talking about him in the top ten. Right, exactly. So it was always. And then you, of course, you got to watch the eye test of what a player can do. Also, uh, that's what has him. That's what has my top ten. Oh yeah, top ten. Top ten talent. Yeah, I definitely have him top ten for sure. Yeah, yeah. I just always thought to get and and that's even good to be for for people to consider you to be top ten and you're not consistently getting to the playoffs. And people just always shoot to oh yeah the team, of course Which the team fair. yeah, yeah of course the team the team the team wasn't great, but there were pieces there and part of why they didn't make the playoffs because he he did have injury issues at times just ticky tacky injuries that would keep him out for weeks and weeks at a time he didn't really see that this year so he was just trying to see him put it all together and then he's added to his just like Kawhi he did come in as an offensive. You know, threat. He averaged more points from the start because they gave him the ball. But you know, he's been putting 
can work on his game also. You know, he won most outstanding player in Kentucky, two points and what was it, 13 yeah, rebounds? Yeah. yeah, so he, he wasn't a scorer, and then he, he added that to his game. So he's been elevating over time. Anthony Davis is young also. I think his name, if they win the championship this year, his name will come up more and more about a player. You know, they get into the conversation what player you want to build around. You're going to hear that more and more. You know, you're going to you always hear LeBron, uh, Kevin Durant. You're going you're gonna to hear uh, Anthony Davis more and more. So it's good. I, I really like that he he said that the play was for LeBron, but he basically he was taking the shot. And him and Rondo, I, I really uh, like their, their chemistry. You know, Rondo helped him win his first playoff series. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like the fact that he was like, I'm taking that shot. That's big, especially with LeBron on your team. Right. And and he gives LeBron the ultimate respect. You know, he said LeBron should have been MVP, but I'm taking that shot. Right. <laughs> now, I want to uh, get on that shot before we talk about the rest of the game. Not even necessarily from the offensive perspective, but from the, the deep. blown play by yeah. Mason Plumlee. Yeah. That I think that's the one time because he had you know he had Jokic on the ball he had Plumlee out there and that's the one time should have had Bobo out there yeah that's what you know that's they what, say course, he that's what they say he didn't dress he didn't dress though so. of course that's what <laughs> of course that's what the street saying yeah of course I just want to throw that out there. so that's probably the one time when you look at Mike Malone like yeah that's probably a bad decision I would have Michael Porter out there I get what Michael Porter is and out there but so apparently he had one timeout but yeah. it's like the Lakers didn't have a timeout so. You don't, don't want to give him a chance to play. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, because people, if, if he did call a timeout, people would have killed him. I think they would. Yeah. Why would you call a timeout? Right. Let him make up a place that they play or whatever. Yeah. I think what they planned to do, though, was uh was possibly foul because they had a foul to give. So they could have fouled them and um um not being in a penalty. And then, you know, the play, they played solid defense and they got down to the last two seconds. I think when you look at it, everybody's trying to dissect what happened. And clearly, Mason Plumlee called for a switch with Grant, and Grant is stuck is on LeBron. But the problem with that is there was no pick for him to switch on. So there's it, some videos that I saw on Twitter where they break it down where it looks like Grant is saying something to him. So some people assume that's Grant saying, hey, switch. For all, I'm not, for all they know, Grant is telling him I'm going under. Like, because sometimes you like, I'm already down here. Like, I'm going under. Like, regardless, you have to go up top. To me, it looks like Grant is saying the paint is open, so watch a cut from LeBron potentially. But Mason Plumley, I remember when you – I forgot it was young, maybe Carl Park, and they, uh, they teach you, you play at the game in the angle. You play defense, you know, you slide. And you always slide at angles throughout the whole court. Anthony Davis just cut straight to where he was going. He made his move and cut straight. And Mason Plumley, for some reason, he's going he at the angle that he's stopping. He yeah. yeah, he go under. And it's like he's calling for the and he's pointing also. He clearly didn't yell, hey, switch. So if even that too, if you're gonna switch, you're gonna switch. And just to kind of end it, um, we don't know what their defensive principles are. So is it switch everything? Because doesn't really seem like a switch. Because it was so blatantly bad, and with him not saying nothing, it's like, do y'all switch everything? So should he have switched? But it, in my opinion, that's Mason Plumlee's fault. Nah, yeah, I got Mason Plumlee on that as well. Yeah, so I don't fault Mike Malone for not using the timeout because, like you say, you just you let them set the play. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It, it's just crazy that it happened um, or whatever. I, I really like how Jokic and Anthony Davis went there at the end. 22. They scored the last 22 points. 
Jokic had 12, AD had 10, or whatever. And uh, they really was going at it. And then even on that last play, he got out there on right. the shot. He, he was on the ball. Um, but then he got there on the shot. Shot rocker so, for that pass as well. Yeah. That was the only pass he was going to be able to make around Jokic with the bounce pass. Man, Rondo is an amazing passer. It, it's, I like he, I like even just when he throw his regular bounce passes, he just moved with a lot of his passes or whatever, which we all know. But it's, it's great to watch him pass, him and Jason Kidd. Right. Yeah. So just getting the game a little more, uh, of course, yeah. the Lakers went up 2-0 on the game when a shot by Anthony Davis. But I think I've seen something like Jamal Murray didn't play three minutes and 46 seconds of the game, and the Lakers won that 19-2, basically. Mm. Dang. Yeah, it's like you know, I think they said they had like four. It was like four or five turnovers as well. Mm. I think Denver in the upcoming years is gonna have to find a great secondary ball handler because that gets you out of these situations when you have because you have to sit them at some point. Like he's gonna run out of gas. You want to go to be there for the fourth, right? I think Denver kind of is holding itself, and maybe it's on him to step up too. I feel like they kind of hold themselves back by not going to Michael Porter more because that will kind of alleviate some of the, the pressure. It's really like some of the scoring that they need because Monte Morris does a solid job as a backup. But when they're out there, they're not going to their best offensive option like they would when Jokic and him was on the ball because they do their team thing. And that's when they really get – it feels like it gets bad. But Jamal Murray, I feel like he, he was pretty aggressive the last game. Yeah. I just feel like he could be – more. I mean, he shot 19 shots in the first game. He shot 12. But, I mean, honestly, the way that they played it, they do really lean on him and Jokic. You really need to shoot some more, you know, about a few more shots. Yeah, about 22, 24. Right. Yeah. But he did play the whole, you know, he's out there for a, a lot of the game. And I will, don't, let's not forget, Will Barton isn't out there. So that is another yeah. play. That is another playmaker. I wonder, I guess he, maybe he's not coming back. Cause it was, I haven't, you know, I don't know the injury report. But at first, I know they they were saying possibly he could come back in the, if they made it to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. But uh, they could use Will. They could use a boost from <laughs> from Gary Harris if he you know want to step up. He only had three points in this game. I want to shout out PJ Dozier. You got to make a free throws, young fella. But PJ Dozier, he went out there and he it, it was it was it was cool to watch him play because he hadn't played. I hadn't watched him, but well. I haven't watched him before he went to South Carolina or whatever. And he played uh he played for two other teams so far in the league, but G League mainly. But he played real calm on court or whatever. He wasn't in a rush. He was he was real aggressive. I, I think if they could find some more minutes for him and he can keep playing how he's playing, he could be that kind of ball handler. Cause he was out there with Jamal Murray and they they were going to him as far as handling the ball and let Jamal play off the ball a little bit, which I think Jamal liked. So that, that could be an answer. I think Denver got to got to lean on young heavy hitters, young pitchers, mama. But you got to open up the young players like right. PJ. I don't know the scout report on PJ Dozier. Like I never really know about that. Yeah, but there's, so, no, there's, no, there's no disrespect. Right, no disrespect. So I I never really watched him before last night. Really watching him and just watching him under that pressure. He, I know he missed the free throws, but he just seemed cool and calm out there. Like he he wasn't too. And he and he has good length to him. And then with Jamal Murray. He can play off the ball also, so you can really switch him. So I'm not saying start him, no, obviously. But but I think he should find him more minutes. Yeah, I think you got to find him probably on the floor. Toy, him, probably him Toy Craig off the court a little more and put him out there. Right. Or, yeah, yeah. 
And that's that I like Tory Craig, but his his minutes for Tory Craig. But what was that that ending lineup? It was it was PJ Dozier, Jamal Murray. And they were getting buckets. It was Dozier, Jamal Murray, Jokic, Jet Grant was out there, and I believe the other player was Craig. Probably was Craig. He has to be Craig. I believe it was Craig because Michael Porter, especially just for defensive purposes. Yeah, so because Michael Porter was out there, but he wasn't out there in the in the end of stretch. So I believe it was Craig because they wouldn't have had Monte Morris. Actually, Paul. No, Paul Millsap wasn't out there. Um, so either either way, um, I, I think PJ Dozier could be something that could help them out as far as getting the ball out of Jamari hands and you know opening them up in another way to your credit, as you were just saying. It was nice watching him. It's it's cool to see the characters that you don't know step up in the playoffs mm-hmm. because it always happened. Remember when we first discovered Roger Bell with the 76ers, it was like, who is this dude? And he was just hooping playing defense to help them get to the finals or whatever. Um, so players you never expect always kind of step up. Not to say he's going to go on and have some crazy run, but maybe he does, and, and he becomes an impactful player for them. But that's why you need Michael Porter to really step up also. It, it has to be a mix of he got to step up. He want, to, he want the responsibility. All right, step up. But it also got to be Mike Malone got to go to him and say, you want it, all right, here we go. So yeah, you got to go to him. You know, because they like you said they struggle for buckets a little bit um, through that stretch because Jokic really gets his most aggressive in the fourth. So. Yeah. But um, what do you think about LeBron's performance overall in the game? He, I, they were really lacking at the beginning, and he he gave them a, a great boost of energy. Like first twelve points, I believe. I know for a fact first ten, but I believe first twelve. Um, twenty first half. I think as the playoffs go more and more. And I'm not saying it's like LeBron isn't, you know, still doing what LeBron does. Right. I think he really is because I've, I've been saying this from getting to see Anthony Davis is the best fit he's ever had as a teammate. Not his best teammate, but he is the best fit for LeBron as a teammate. Especially because LeBron's playing point guard, so it works. And he he don't need the ball. Yeah. Playing with Anthony Davis, yeah, he don't need so the ball. I think, he's leaning, I think he's leaning more and more on Anthony Davis than and he has since he's had Kyrie in Anybody, 2016. Yeah. Cause I think I think with Kyrie, he gave Kyrie space to work. Yeah, but he he wasn't to, to keyword you just said is he he does lean on Anthony Davis kind of more so like he leaned on Wade, um, but more than he leaned on Wade because Anthony Davis is younger and way healthier. Even though Wade was great the first three years, people get it messed up. The first three years, Wade was great. The fourth year, I won't say he was great. The first three, he he was great for sure. Um, and so Anthony Davis is like that, but kind of a next level because he's a big. Right. So, so you can throw it down there. You can get out. You can get out his way. Mm-hmm. Like y'all don't even have to be on the same side of the court after you throw the ball down there. And then you can play with them more so than you can with Wade because you get they they do do a good amount of pick and rolls right. and stuff like that. Where as far as Wade's a guard, so when Wade got the ball. What are you really supposed to do? Right. So, um, I I just think I agree with it. That's a good point that he is. The best fit for LeBron, like I said, it's guard big, guard the guard big is always going to be especially the yeah. combination to pull off than the guard guard <laughs> firmly. I think it helps too, uh, you know, with LeBron coming to be a point guard and him wanting to be a pass first player, but Anthony Davis at the same time as being an aggressive player, he he is he is like KD in the sense of he's going to get his possessions and his one on ones, but you don't need to feed him thirty shots a game or whatever. If he just wrote I mean, even last night he had twenty three, he finished with twenty three shots. So 
Um, that's a good point. That's his closest teammate. And but he is leaning on. I think he's their best player. Yeah. Anthony Davis. LeBron is still the better player. But <clears throat> Anthony Davis is their best player. As we've been saying on the right. show from time to time, like they're not going to win a championship without Anthony Davis. I saw some cool, cool stats from him earlier, too. I didn't realize that he was basically leading out of the players that's left. And most of the statistics or whatever, um, he he's leading in scoring right now in, in the playoffs, that is, with uh, – I'm going to put this up real quick. 28. Point five points per game. He's second in rebounding, first in blocks, and first in uh, field goal percentage, fifty eight percent. Top five player to me. So he, he's really hooping. Shout out to Anthony Davis. Yep. So switch subjects real quick to go on to the <coughs> other to the Eastern Conference Finals. Boston yep. picked up a win Saturday, so now that series is two, two one. one. Two one. Um, Brown don't get enough credit, man. He does. They don't. I know Jason Chestnut got the no homo. He got the sexy game. They like to watch him. <laughs> <laughs> but Jalen Brown is a monster. He's really, he's really consistently over all these years. He's been their best player in the playoffs. He always has been. I know he had a bad game. He bounced back from it, but he's always been their best player in the playoffs. Um, first, of course, if you're Boston, you don't want to go down three zips. It would be over. And then, especially after all the talk reported talks of what you know, the <clears throat> coming out of the locker room after the game, two losses, where they were up again. Yeah. And uh, you know, lost that one day. Same thing. I don't think that much. So. I, mean, I, mean, I, I get why they upset. I get what happened. But, but I didn't read too you know, much of course, into it. No, you know, Marcus Smart came out. Him and Jalen Brown both came out and said, you know, you should be more concerned if we're not talking and yelling at each other after a loss. That's cliche to say. It also, is, but but I think I think with their personalities, and I think it's just a relationship you have with certain people, and the fact that it didn't get to like they just talked trash, but it went like, and they said they threw stuff, but it went on they fight. They, they were fighting or just something. It wasn't nothing crazy. It was like, damn, we lost. How we let that go? Right. And people you know, get Marcus, upset. You know, Marcus Marshall's name wanted bad enough. Yeah. So I, I, I respect that kind of thing opposed to I hate, to, I think that's, I hate to, to bring it up, but just like yeah. Draymond saying, nigga, you won one without you. So that's totally all that. different. See, that's different. That's different. You know what I mean? Not, you know, I and really I, think they, that, like, I, I think, too, Marcus Marshall <clears throat> and Jalen Brown have been there. <clears throat> they have been. They've been, they've been there together. I think Jalen Brown's like a year or two after Marcus Smart, but they've been on all these conference finals team. So I think Marcus Smart knows what gets Jalen Brown going and what gets him aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that, you know, sometimes, you know, as on the outside looking in, you don't think that's a, that doesn't sound like a good tactic. Like, why you got to get Like, sometimes you, you got to let somebody remember who they are. Right. Like, and Jalen Brown isn't an outwardly overspeaking person. I know that it sounds like a stupid ass word I just put together, but he's. <laughs> Like that's how I had to say it right there. He's not an outward. He's not an outward person. Like he does speak on things, but he doesn't speak on his own game a lot. Mm-hmm. Like he's more of a team player. So sometimes you gotta let him know. Like he was number three pick as well. Exactly. Like, people get like you said, they forget that he was the top three pick. You know, he'd been overlooked for a couple. Of, he could have been an all star this year. Right. I think he was one of the guys could have been one. So yeah, I don't take too much out of that though. And I think uh, they look good getting Gordon Hayward back was yeah. was key. Because he said he's Gordon not Hayward, leaving the bubble again. Yeah, Gordon Hayward is really important to that team. Um, so because he feels in the little spots that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown still haven't figured out in their young careers yet. Right, and then he got he got such a good game because even when Gordon Hayward was an All Star, he was an All Star within the team offense. They were they were winning because he averaged twenty a game. But he was within the team offense or whatever. And of course, he had injuries. 
But people really tried to trash Gordon Hayward like he was terrible, yeah. you know, coming back from that injury or whatever. And he's a, he's a solid player. That I think that he I think since the beginning of the game, he did he come off the bench, right? Yeah. So now you you bring that off the bench, still all star type potential. He could go for twenty, a uh, smooth game where he can shoot the ball, he can handle the ball for you, and uh, he's going to defend. So it's good to see Gordon Hayward back out there with him. Um, I believe Gordon in this game, Kimba. Jason Tatum, Smart, and Jalen all had 20. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think bringing Gordon Hayward back, because Bam didn't play a lot in the fourth quarter, because mm-hmm. having Gordon Hayward out there kind of like – he can play out there with Daniel Tyson, Katner, but having Gordon – because they do like to run the lineup with Marcus Smart, Kimba, Jalen, Jason, and Gordon. You're right. And that just really – they got that whole section of the alphabets cleared up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> but anyway – um. That kind of forces Bam out of the game because now you're running pick and rolls with smaller players. And as athletic and well, Bam yeah. move, he can't move with Jason, Jalen. Bam got to be better. Bam yeah. can't be forced out of the game. Right, that's true. Stuff. And Gordon Drowley, who's been clutch for them in this series, in the first two wins, had a pretty bad fourth quarter. Yeah, he had a tough yeah. game. Yeah. I know Jimmy said it gets, uh, it gets old playing, playing uh, or being down, but I say to Jimmy, it also gets kind of old when you wait in late in the game. Yeah, I was aggressive. This, I was from this, not yeah. necessarily so. that part, but he does kind of wait after he let everybody else figure out what they're going to do. He kind of does get into it. But I had a. Um, so people hear Jordan say that. I know Jimmy's not Jordan, but, you know, because that was Jordan's thing, especially in the later years. Yeah. But even while letting people get off, that just meant Jordan wasn't taking 15 shots in the first half. That don't mean he was taking five or yeah. three. He would take 10. So, you know, Jimmy, and not. not Jimmy should shoot the ball more. He should be more aggressive. But it's way too many times when you look up and he's shooting 12 shots and it looks good in the win, but yeah. you can't wait so late to be aggressive. Right. And I know in game three, you know, after like, I don't know if it was like the three-minute mark or like the four-minute mark, he basically, you know, when he went out the game, he was done. And um, I had a quick conversation about with um, Chris LeBron from the off-ball pod on Twitter at off the off ball off the ball pod, you know, he was saying, you know, was it something like did he get hurt or did he just throw out the white flag? And I was, you know, not to accuse Jimmy of not, you know, wanting to finish the game out, but he kinda did. Like after he didn't make a couple shots, he was kinda done for the night. Right. And it's like you gonna have those nights sometimes, but do you as a as a hooper yourself, this is like do you try to stick it out as for as long as possible? Like you, you know ain't when it's over. you need to play the playoffs. Oh, where they getting blown out? You down yeah, twenty. Who's close, close game again? You gotta play. Only time you want want now, if you if it hits a minute left, you down seven no, eight he points. Was, he was out way before that. Like man, I think who, who was that? Was that the Bucks? They didn't foul. Yeah, it was like they got like nine with a minute left. Yeah, I get that, but two or three minutes because you can go on a quick run. I think at, I, I, under that two minute mark, cool. But I remember the last book I seen again was the and one layup. Yeah, I, I think he went out like a couple plays after. Like he could have got hurt, he could have tweaked some, but I don't think it was that serious. And so, like he kind of yeah. he threw in the white flag. Yeah, you got to keep playing. Yeah. Uh, I got Miami in six though, so but I didn't expect him to just get, get rid Boston of Boston. Said. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Boston win game uh, four, tied up at two. Okay. Not, but then I got yeah. Miami winning. Before we go on the break, real quick, I want to ask you that: Does does Miami need to win the game more than Boston need to win it? Like, who is it a more of a must win for? I would still say I would rather not be down three one. So it's definitely more of a must win for Boston. Because at the end of the day, I don't care about the only thirteen teams have won it. 
it's just a matter of it's hard to beat a team three times in a row, especially yeah. when they only have to beat you once. Because you that third game, it, it's just tough to win that third game. You know, anything can happen in game seven. After playing so hard in game five and six to get to seven, I mean, sometimes you can just be tired. So, yeah, I, w- I would not want to go down 3 1. And on that note, we're going to take a break right there. What's going on? It's JMW. And it's Fresh X. And we are the International Professional Podcasters, the Hoopers. What's going on, players? So, we've been at this podcast thing for a minute now, and I'm pretty sure y'all wonder, man. I don't know if I could be a podcaster, how much would it cost? But using the Anchor app is absolutely free. It's free and it's easy to do. You can record from your phone, you can record on your computer, even on your iPad or whatever you use. So it's super simple. Now you've got it set up, you know that you can do it. You're thinking, man, now how do I get listeners? How do I put it out there? Anchor also provides that for you, considering that they put you on different platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can't be international if people don't hear you. And they also set it up for you where you can make money off of your listeners, but no no minimum listenership. So all you got to do, go to anchor.fm, download the app, and everything you need is right here. So it's us once again, the international professional podcaster, John W. And Fresh X. You are the Hoopers. Peace out, players. So Giannis was just named um, MVP for the second time over the weekend as well. And, of course, that came with – this, I think, came with more controversy than any other time in the past. I'm not even going to say controversy, but more conversation. Yeah, just because LeBron spoke on it. Yeah. And, of course, you know, he got 16. So, LeBron got 16. He up his defensive player of the year. Yeah. And when they got the fact that Mark Gasol should have been. I ain't mad. LeBron could have been defensive player of the year, but Mark Gasol should have been first team all defense. So I've we, seen we some interesting that out because Tony so. Alamey first team, and they was like, basically, like, you know, the voters didn't know who to give more of the credit to. That's just that's like when DeAndre Jordan he made All NBA and didn't make All Star team. Like Rod Strickland. Rod Strickland made All NBA, didn't make All Star team. It's, it's, and I think yeah. this year, you see, you know, it's been building up over the past couple years, but I think even this year more than any other year in the past, fans and players alike have been really vocal about media voting. Um, and I think. There should be more standards to it. It shouldn't just be all because what it's about twenty people voting. I think for most of the awards. Uh, well, no, because you know it's about it's about a hundred different writers, hundred writers that vote. So whatever, because I know LeBron. You know LeBron got sixteen votes or whatever. Uh, so I think it should be narrowed down. First and foremost, first and foremost, and it should be a panel because you can't give a direct criteria. Or MVP or whatever, like you gotta average twenty five, you gotta yeah. win fifty games, cause you no. Know, um, and it's about who had the best regular season, who who's most important to his team, who was most impactful to his team, and and you gotta look at the numbers and stuff like that. And it's not about if you're the best player, it's about who had the best season. I I'm not surprised Giannis won MVP. I did actually have LeBron as MVP, but Giannis did average. 29 while playing 30 minutes a game, 13 rebounds. Lower minutes played per game by MVP winner. Ever. So um, he, he has the defense efficiency numbers that helped him win his, yeah. his defensive player year that I do not respect. But I'm not <laughs> mad that he is the um, – I'm not mad that he was the MVP. But I do think it's just weird with the votes 
and people that get the votes. And I think it should come down to, I do think that there should be some writers that get a vote. Yeah. Um, a certain, it should be a mixed panel. It should be a certain amount of writers, Hall of Fame players, GMs, coaches, and players. That's if they keep it at such a big number. number yeah. And if you're going to shorten the number, it should be a I think certain amount of players, like players that are in the Players Association, yeah, Hall of Famers, coaches, and general managers. You got a coach, it's a coaches association, it's an owners association. They should have their select people right. that they choose to vote, and that's how it should be done. Because you know, the common thing a lot of people say, I do see, you know, people, of course, they say do say coaches, because you know, you got a coach against these players, so you know what you, you know what she's looking for. You know, of course, nobody really said players, but of course, there are some people that are like, oh yeah, we want you know players to vote because they have to play against these players. You're right. And then you know, of course, the Hall of Famers because like these are past players. They you know, especially like the ones that won these awards, they know what they're looking for and what they see. And I just think you know, it should like it should be a mix first and foremost because I think with any demographic, they're gonna have their bias picks, their agenda picks. Like Magic Josh just got done saying that Bam Adebayo block was the greatest defense play in playoff history. So everybody's gonna be a tad bit, even though they shouldn't be to a point you like to make off record. So a lot of people is gonna be a tad bit emotional when making these picks right. and choosing who did this and what did what. Because I don't, everybody doesn't have the same criteria. You can't narrow criteria down. Of course, it should be eye test stats, all the comics, all the common stuff. But what my eye test might be. Is might be different what your eye test right. is. That's why it, maybe they should just do a voting board and make it to keep it fresh. You switch it up every couple of years. And the board is a certain amount of players, certain amount of coaches, certain amount of GMs, certain amount of Hall of Fame players, and certain certain writers or whatever or analysts. And I think that would be the, the best way to do it. Because why do you need 101 writers voting anyway? And it's just some of the absurd votes we've heard. Like Maria Taylor was bad that she didn't have Anthony Davis on the team. I to get um, she didn't have him on any of the All NBA teams. And her, her response to that was she forgot. Yeah, and it's exactly. Like, and, that, and, and that's that's more of my problem because she could have literally thought he shouldn't have made All NBA. She's probably in the minority for that. But if that's what you really think, then then I get it. Especially if you have a real conversation. Even the guy, I don't like his response. For for why he chose uh, his name is Joe Cowley. I don't like why he why he said that he's the one person that voted for Zion, but his reason for voting for Zion was because Zion was more impactful to the league. Period. The TV games, the extended bubble. Uh, he had a crazy PER plus twenty three points per game. So he actually had. Hey, this is why I voted for him. Sounds fucking stupid, but. I respect it. Right. I forgot is obviously a mistake. That's not okay. I, I wanted to get into that because like that isn't okay. Because I'm pretty Chris, sure. Remember Chris Massar? He said he didn't vote for Avery Bradley for all NBA because Devin Booker scored seventy points in a game and, he didn't play. And he didn't play. And that's even like all throughout the year, writers, especially R.P. Kobe after his death, based not his passing. Excuse me. People were saying they would like Ramona Shelburne basically had Ramona. Um, Greeny, on Get Up, I want to say Rachel Nichols. A lot of them was giving LeBron the MVP narrative because of, you know, they had to play through that. So a lot of people were saying, a lot, especially the fans on NBA Twitter, were saying, you know, he got to play through the Hong Kong controversy. 
Like he was on, like he was really a big factor. And he said what he said, and it was over. Then of course, you know, you get into Corona and the bubble, and it was like, and then he get into narratives. Like, well, he had the narratives all year for you, like starting honestly, starting with how old you are, your age, right? And you know, because like Jordan didn't win MVP and score a title and all that at thirty, you know, at thirty five. So it's like everybody, like everybody's gonna to forget is bad. Just to get on that real quick. Just to get back to that. To forget is bad, especially when you only you know what players you can think of when coming to all NBA. There's no way you can forget if they're giving you a vote that they tell you it's important. You should be doing your re- so. How how did you forget is my question. So you just got to vote. You just picked the people. You mailed it in, or what type of research did you do before you picked the people? To forget means that you didn't take it seriously. So you didn't, you don't d- deserve that vote again. But then, like, it's people who chose, like, somebody had Luca first team all defense. defense. The and Joe Cali dude had Patrick Beverly first oh, no, all player defense, of the year. year. I was saying Andre Drummond first team first all, team all defense. defense, all first team all NBA, first team all NBA. It's like, like some people, people when you sit in certain votes, you need to write an explanation why you got these votes, uh, and. Through having some type of board, that could be done. These folks just send their votes from their house. Like we it should have been, you know, been a Zoom call about this. Who we voting? You got to vote, vote, vote on Zoom? Yeah. Like, well, Zoom because no, you know, no, I'm pandemic. Saying, no, yeah, but I'm if saying it was, vote, if it wasn't live, pandemic, voting on Zoom, yeah, if it wasn't a pandemic, then because you, 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 you we sit here, we talk live. about it face to face. You actually got to tell me yeah, you why you want to vote under Drummond, first team All NBA. How how can you forget a player like that? Don't even make sense. So that that that's kind of like with the as bad as the fans voting have always been. Right. But they just need to. I think just make up a board. You can switch up the board every couple of years. The commissioner or the deputy commissioner can be over the board. Right. And this should consist of Hall of Famers, coaches, players, and select media members, writers, GMs. journalists. Yeah, G- and GMs also because GMs are picking these players. But then. And, and that doesn't mean it should be a hundred of them. Nah. Like, of pick, course pick the, 30. It's 30 teams, you know, pick 30. Of course, the president of the Player Association, I think vice president. This is 30, maybe, maybe 30 two more players. People. Maybe, I guess maybe two more people from that. Like, say, whoever's the head of the coaches association. Right. Like, just narrow it down and get people who really going to take it serious. Like, say, maybe yeah. do live vote for now. <laughs> like, you know, whether it's on Zoom or when they can be in a room together. So you can explain yourself why you picked. Luka Doncic, you first team all defense, because you're clearly just mailing it in because you don't take it serious for real. Right, exactly. Change it up, Adam Silver. Right, you like making change. So I say something on Twitter just to keep it loose real quick. Um, a Western Conference executive said that Jason Tatum is a better two-way player than Paul George right now. I told you Jason Tatum is Paul George, so. I can see why he would say that. I don't think he's better. He's about the same, honestly. At this point. Paul George was on a solid team in Indiana. They went to the conference finals. He was inconsistent, but his great games were great. And that's what Jason Taylor looks like right now. He had some games with that he hasn't stepped up, and then he has games where he, he looks like he's a top 10 player. So that, that was Paul George. Paul George did go through his injury. So hopefully Jason Taylor stays healthy. Hopefully he stays humble, and he hopefully he stays with his, his the team that he's around. Because I think that's what kind of that's 
black people not, get on know, Paul George. That's not bad, especially considering he's young. Yeah. He made all NBA this year. He's first time All Star. Um, but I probably would say Paul George still better right yeah. now. I get it. Paul George, he's way off P right now. He yeah. sucks. But <laughs> Jason Tatum ain't won the championship either. And he in the same Eastern Conference Finals that Paul George made it to. Yeah. Paul George made it back. I mean, they've been twice. This is this will be his second one. Yeah. So, but Paul George yeah. went to two also. Yeah. So go to the finals, win a ring, and you can go from there. And according to Shams, after the game seven loss, they say they um somebody of course cleared somebody from the locker room, got this FYI there to say Paul George gave a speech and basically ended with you know everybody come back and let's run it back, and everybody just kind of rolled their eyes at him. Well, I, certain players roll their eyes out. You know what? That that's really weak of the players, though. Because yeah, you piss, you don't make it. But it's like, what else y'all gonna do? Y'all gonna quit? Y'all gonna quit? And that's why y'all ain't gonna win the championship. If if dude, if a dude that just played terribly, I get why it's funny. First of all, yeah, <laughs> I get getting, why it's funny. It's hilarious. It's <laughs> but if if it's true, it's like, all right, we ain't win the championship. We're not going to the championship. We ain't make the conference finals. We have bad chemistry issues. This shit sucks. He he could have been like a jerk and didn't want to talk to nobody. Left, but he like, all right, man, we lost. It's over. What what do we do next? Let's get it together and let's win. Now I obviously don't know how he gave this speech because he probably gave it pretty weak because his play was weak. But if he like, man, let's run it back and let's win it. What's wrong with that? Like, no, what yeah. what, no, should, no, what no. should we say? Oh, let's leave. No, yeah, you suck. Get out of here. I guess. I don't need you no more. <laughs> like, like the RDC. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what, what was he? Especially as a team leader, you, what you want him to sit over there and cry in the corner, nah. or you want to be like, "Look, bro, let's come back and handle business. We lost. It's over." No, nah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm on your side. There, you definitely. I like to say, of course, from the outside looking in, it's like, why is Paul George saying this stuff? But from the inside looking out, you but from the but from the inside, I'm just saying from the outside. No, everybody's you know, of course, the way off thing, way off Pete. But from the inside, I think that leads to the alleged allegations that there was chemistry issues. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's like my trans is up, his contract is up this year, and somebody um, gonna give him the max, is he ain't coming back, <laughs> right? And it, you know, this was kind of a makeshift. It wasn't a thrown together roster with some of the free agency pieces. You know, because they really only brought in Paul George and Kawhi. Like, yeah. Bo Harkless didn't finish the season with him. Rodney McGruder didn't really play. So it was the same pieces team from last year, except with two significantly better players. And from nobody, especially, calling them out, because that's who it clearly was. You can see that in the playoffs, but how they would only play with each other. No homo. Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell. Oh, and they didn't play that great either. No, they did have a good game seven, but. He was on. Unpl- they had to play Jermichael Green because he couldn't guard. He couldn't guard nobody. Jokic, Paul Millsap, nobody. Michael Porter, he couldn't guard nobody. He couldn't. They couldn't even play him. And Lou, Lou was terrible. Lou was absolutely terrible. It was disappointing. I had to go back and watch him against the Warriors last year to remember that he actually can play in the playoffs. So he got into this lemon pepper Lou joint, talking about he was trademark. I ain't even gonna go in on Lou right now, but. Um, so people can roll their eyes, but Paul George was the only one that played bad. I get that the only person that probably could have made that speech is Kawhi because he only played one bad game. <laughs> Y'all played all bad games, Thanks. but yeah, that is it, funny though. 
But they gonna lose trades though. Somebody gonna you think somebody gonna offer trades to Matt? Somebody gonna offer trades as much Don't money. Offer. They, somebody gonna offer trades as much money they I, gonna offer. I offer trades. He gonna turn Kenneth Free. I would bring trades back for a respectable price because you need to add another center, and I like hearing that they possibly want Derrick Rose because I would get Reggie Jackson up out of there. I say they want to add Marcus all as well. Because Mark Gasol, Mark, I will, I will keep Zubach. I will put him on the bench. Yeah, so you can learn from Mark. So, but if Mark Gasol is a free agent, if they can sign Mark Gasol and Derrick Rose, they possibly. He said this last year, but that would be those would be really two really good additions for. Them. I think Derrick Rose and Lou Williams were clear, so they're probably not going to do it though. Lou Williams, he out of there. Yeah, nah, he could work. Lou don't want to have the ball no more, so he could be a shooter. He could be the shooter that he is. I saw uh, earlier on Twitter, also, I was on Twitter, NBA Twitter, and I just wanted a quick thought about this conversation. Um, I believe it said, oh, dang, I want to find it because I don't even want to get it wrong now. It was about Trey Young, and um. Basically, they did a polling from GMs oh, yeah. of players under 25. He didn't get any votes Ooh. of players that you would want to build around. He didn't get any votes. Not one. 13 players got votes. <laughs> Trey Young didn't get any. Shout out to you. First of all, I don't say that out of hate either because I, I mess with All right, here we go. Man, shout out to NBA, uh, the NBA Central on Twitter. Hoopshype.com poll 15 NBA talent evaluators to learn which players on the 25 day build around. 13 players received at least one vote. Trey Young did not receive a single vote. Trey Young averaged 30 points per game this year. Do you think he should have got a vote? Yeah. At least I one, get, right? I get why he doesn't get a vote, but I he definitely has earned that vote. At least one. He's earned at least one vote. But it's like he the team is built around him. Because I think we forget that part of, like, who you, who would you build a team around? And then, you know, people pick all these players except who you want them to pick. And it's like, why? Well, the team's already built around them. I see what the team can do. And right. you see this Hawks team, and it is built around Trey Young. And they're not really – they're not – they were terrible this past season. Uh, yeah. Like, they wouldn't even compete for playoffs. And I think that's the – as we said uh, about Trey Young a couple times throughout the season – is really elevating. I just add 50 point games gotta be more. Really, yeah, just really elevating your team. And the Hawks should have competed from the playoffs. We also said acknowledge the fact that John Collins couldn't get weed out of his system, so he had to do 25 games, and that hurt the Hawks. And Cam Reddish was pretty terrible earlier in the year. But I think Trey Young could have did better to keep them afloat. So, but I think he should have got one. But vote, even though. if you think about it. Even think, well, I think average, we were only, well, average study. We should have got we were only putting them in that like you know 32 35 win range, like so. We're not even saying they were going to make the playoffs, but they we expected them to be better. They should have been able to make the bubble at least. No, like, y'all yeah, couldn't thanks. even make the if you couldn't make the bubble this year, you should be ashamed of yourself because really anybody in the bubble, the Wizards made it. You couldn't <laughs> even make the bubble. Phoenix was there, you could not make the bubble, but Trey Young deserved at least one vote. Yeah. Can I talk about the GOAT for a second? The GOAT, goat news. Go ahead. It's not basketball related. It's GOAT related. Michael Jordan is getting a NASCAR team. His oh, yeah. driver is Bubba Watson. Shout it's not basketball related, but it's GOAT related. Shout out to Michael Jordan. Um, 
starting up his NASCAR. He's doing it with Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin. And I, I think it's cool. I think it's a cool move. I just think that's pretty cool. I just want to shout out Jordan on that. Oh, we're a day, we're a day late now because it's the next day. Uh, it's Tuesday, September 22nd. But Monday, September 21st was Sunday, excuse me, <laughs> Sydney Moncrief's birthday. Two-time defense player. Two-time yeah. defensive player, yeah. One of the teams that swept Michael Joy. I was thinking about that earlier. Yeah. About, well, not about Sydney Moncrief. But it's like guards don't win defense player of the year anymore. They don't. And you know why they don't win defense player of the year anymore? Kawhi, Montez, Michael Jordan, those perimeter players, Gary Payne. You right? Well, Jordan was a guard, but Montez was a guard. But Kawhi and Gary Payne. But Kawhi, Montez, or wing players, and they are the only two wing players. Is like Kobe. I don't even Kobe even getting any votes for it. I'm saying he played a little shooting guard. Yeah, but it's like. Top ten defender ever. I get why guards don't win it. I don't. They should win it more. They should. Yeah, because they don't want really play defense. But it's easy to give to high blocks, rebounds, analytical stats. Because most point guards there, most guards there twenty five plus. So it's like who? So it's almost a question of who's playing defense versus who's not. When everybody is scoring, I do think many guards haven't deserved it. But in situations where guards do have deserved it, or when players they overlooked them. Who was the last one? Paul George. Ben Simmons this year, Paul George, George last year. That's Paul right. George should have been defensive player of the year last year. And I I I think that I'm I wouldn't have been mad if Anthony Davis won it, but Ben Simmons should have won defensive player of the year this year. That's right. Defense and, top three. And and Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, he finished fourth. He finished fourth. Paul George finished uh um, no, this year? Second. Last year. No, last year. I was saying this year. Ben Simmons finished fourth this year. Uh because uh Giannis won, Anthony Davis finished second. Gobert barely was third. Mm. I think he got like one more vote than Ben Simmons. Can you see when next you see a guard winning it or a permanent player winning it anytime soon? Ben Simmons. I think he went, especially because he's 16, so he's going to play multiple players. But uh, you're going to have to, he, he's disruptive on the defensive end. I get, he, he really disruptive. He's, he's, as the team defensive statistics go up, his will go up. I think. I agree with the point that if Drew was on the team, if Drew played for Milwaukee, Drew Holiday, that is, he would win defensive player of the year. His defensive stats would be crazy. But it's hard for those type of players to do it. But Sidney Moncrief is top 10 defender all time. Any position. Jordan still gave him 30. <laughs> also, happy birthday, Artis Gilmore. His birthday was also Monday. ABA uh, champion. 20, the, the Monday the 21st. Yeah. Artis Gilmore, I believe. He's a part of the Cocaine Bulls. I wouldn't even want to go there. But he did, he's a, he is an ABA champion and <laughs> basketball Hall of Favor. I believe he made our all-Chicago team. Yeah, he did. Pretty sure he did. He yeah, 18 and 12. Cocaine circus. 18 and 12. His 58% from the field. That's crazy. 58%. Ducks and Raiders. Imagine if Artis Gilmore would have like really got to play with Jordan he was Jordan with one. Like he, play, he, he played with Jordan. He That's played like, with him for like five years. He's like George Gerber playing with Jordan. No, he only played with him one year, though. Yeah, he played with him like five years, but, you know. Charles Gilmore was getting up out of there for real. But. No, excuse me. I'm sorry. I, I don't know why I was looking at this. I was looking at this way off. He didn't play with Jordan. I knew I wasn't tripping. He didn't play with Jordan. He would have been with San Antonio. Mm. Those years. Yeah. So. He didn't play with Jordan. 
Um, so if imagine Jordan playing with that seven two center, the head game like artists. That would have been crazy. Um, what else did we have? Oh, I do want to take this time to shout out Asia Wilson for winning the WNBA MVP. Oop, I don't oop. know if we did that on the last no, episode, but I was going to do it again anyway. Asia won WNBA MVP. I love Asia. I love her game. She's a hooper. I dropped 30 on her, but that's okay. <laughs> don't, don't let them hear that. Nah, but Asia is a real-life hooper. They, they, I think they're going to win the championship. Um, it was actually a game that was postponed because of uh, inconclusive COVID tests. Just a little WNBA news for you. Um, but the Aces, the Las Vegas Aces, they're going to win the championship this year. Yeah. Where she go, they become great. Asia, the MVP, bro. But that's true. Also, she took the Atlanta Dream to the final. So, Angel, Angel is always good in the city of Atlanta. She took us to the championship. We didn't win it, but they didn't go out like the Falcons either. They just got destroyed. We got start. But oh, it was the storm in the links. That game was postponed because of an inconclusive uh, COVID test. So, yeah. Anything else you got? No, I ain't got so it's Tuesday. We got the Lakers and the Nuggets. So make sure everybody Nuggets. watch that. You got the Nuggets going yeah. down 2 1. Yeah. You know, getting closer. Yeah, because you go 3 0, it's over. I don't know. It's the Nuggets. They ain't come back 3 0. When they came back 3 0. The Nuggets is fun. They can come back from being up, but I mean, from being down, but when they up, they can't win. They was up 3 2 last year and they lost. Mm. And I'm down on that note. <laughs> Boston in my I got Boston on Wednesday night. It's crazy that the game isn't until yeah. Wednesday. Right, yeah. I don't know why they took this weird day off. I guess it gives everybody a day off, an extra day. But not really for the Lakers. They, Lakers, they still lose it one day. But they had to really get that. That's that TV schedule. That's all that is. Yeah. But, yeah, I got Boston tied up 2-2. And I got the – I got the – I did have the Lakers at five, so, yeah, I got the Lakers. No, actually, I got the Lakers. Lakers going to win. They going to go up 3-0. The Lakers gonna win game four, and the Lakers gonna close it out at five. I believe it's six. So I will say this though: the Nuggets need 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 to win. That's simple. On that note, John W. Fresh X. We are the Hoopers. R.I.P. Kobe. <laughs>